What is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Weeknights with Wicket. Um, for tonight's show, we kind of changed up a little bit in the past. It's been nothing but fighters. Um, I wanted to go back in time a little bit, go back to my roots of music and bring in a good personal friend of mine. A couple of you guys may have heard of him. If not, this is my buddy, one who may ascend. Um, back when I was in high school, we did a song together called Chaotic Ascension that actually went pretty well. What's going on tonight, buddy? Yo, what's good? How you doing? I'm doing great. Yeah. Yeah, thank you for having me. Oh, Glad anytime, to be here tonight. Anytime. Um, I don't know if you've seen any of the shows. Pretty much what we do is we come in and I ask a whole bunch of questions. Um, I am going to give you a little bit of open the floor, too, because I know you got a lot of stuff you're getting ready to do, uh, music videos and stuff like that. The one question I am going to ask off the top of the show, if you could pick any rap artist, it doesn't matter, past, present, or whatever, past, present, current, well, I guess present, current, the same thing, who would you do a song with and why? Hmm. That's a good question. I guess a few come to mind um, at the moment. So far as current, I I would say Kendrick. Kendrick Lamar uh, comes to mind. Um, so far as past, I'm thinking Tupac, um, also, um, some, some other people in, in contention for, for current, uh, Eminem and Tech Nine as well. Yeah. Oh, so. Tech Nine on the list. Nice. Yeah. Had to, had to, of course. No doubt. Of course. Yeah. Legends, legends only, you know what I'm saying? I'm not, a. yeah, I'm not, I'm not really keen on like, on, on writing waves, you know, or like trends, but like uh, people who create like masterpieces and like legacies in regards to like anything and like everything in all aspects, you know, um, like, you know, I'm not, I want, I want to create something that's going to last like forever, you know, and not just be here today and gone tomorrow, you know, but like that could actually like stand the test of time, you know, and that I approach like everything like that, you know. Right. So, yeah, legends only, you know. I will say you did throw a curveball at me with Tech Nine. I was not expecting it. I knew it. I thought you might have said it, but you kind of caught me off guard when you did. Not gonna lie. Oh yeah, of course, you know because um, I think he may be the only one out of everybody I named that collaborated with all the other ones. Right. Uh, yeah, you know, so <laughs> that only makes sense, right? You know, and not only that, like, uh, a lot of the fans and the homies and everything like that really compare me to Tech 9 even, like, before I had even listened to Tech 9 I wonder, um, I feel like sometimes, like, and, and this is just in beating a student of your craft and hip-hop and everything like that, like, sometimes instead of uh, being inspired by, like, contemporaries and and people in, like, you know, the current, uh, sometimes, you know, if you dig a lot deeper, you can see what other people are inspired by. And I feel like uh, a lot of his flow can be, like, traced back to, like, some of my other inspirations, you know, whether it's, like, say, like, E-40 and, like, DOS effects, you know, and uh, or, or Dale the Funky Homo Sapien and, like, hieroglyphics. And eventually, like, when you're, like, a master of your craft and you, like, and, and a student of the game and everything like that, you just have, like, so much flavors so much so many different inspirations and influences to choose from you know so it's just 
natural you're gonna you're gonna make something dope some some crazy ass concoction you know and it's just gonna turn out you know for the best absolutely hey let me know if i'm talking too much no you're good bro you're good i've been switching the platform around um the first two shows i did they're kind of more like me asking all the questions and doing more talking and I kind of wanted to switch it around a little bit, let the guests that are on do more of the talking because I feel like when I was doing all of it, it just wasn't bringing enough to the show. You know, it wasn't letting yeah. people kind of figure out or like kind of like let the people I had on introduce themselves, say who they were, what they do, anything like that. And I just, I definitely want to keep going that route with it. So definitely going to let everybody kind of have more open platform now on the show. Um, it just makes it easier for, you know, like your fan base, for example. They don't want to sit here and listen to me ramble all night. They'd rather listen to me ask a couple of questions, let you have the floor to get to know you better. For sure, for sure. Yeah, I'm just I'm just glad to be here, man. Yeah. Yeah, whatever you got, just throw it at me. Okay. Now you did say you did you did go through a list of uh a list of uh how how do I want to say this here? I gotta find the words. Uh influences, I should say. Um, for music, what ultimately got you started in wanting to do music? Just the, um, well, first, first of all, I guess starting, starting like listening to these MCs, you know, and lyricists, like telling their stories that, and they're, they're really sharing their perspective on life and, um, you know, when I was I was coming up and everything, young, you know, you're impressionable, you're a teenager, you're looking for your place within the world and uh and, and the world around you and your your perspective is is being shaped, you know, and um I that's when I started like actually listening to music. Like I would hear it at first, you know, but then I started listening, you know. So there's a difference between hearing and listening just to you know, uh, clarify that distinction. But um, when I did that, I likened them to like modern day philosophers, you know, because hip hop rap, that's the, that, that genre of music is the most um, lyrically dense, you know, of, of all music genres, you know, there's no other genre that incorporates so many ideas and thought and a variety of it. You know, so when you're you're doing this, you actually have to speak. You know, you have to talk. It's not just like a vibe. And for me, that uh, that's indicative of objectivity. You know, so like it it actually has to have an effect on something instead of uh, you know you could play a chord. You know, and a lot of different people will will think a lot of different things. Whereas you know, the art of speech is very more precise and and accurate. And because of that, that's that's why I was I was drawn to it. Um, you know, you could articulate the uh, specifics, you know, of of what you of your actual feeling instead of just feeling something, you know, which which uh, in in that sense makes it uh, much more direct, you know. So uh, I was like, I feel like I have a unique perspective on life, even at a young age, because. I'm, I, you know, my background, like I move a lot. I interact with a lot of different people. I never fit in like anywhere, you know, like I was the kid. It was kind of like a, um, a wild card. I was kind of like a wild card in 
in high school and even like before that where I could I could go to any social group. I could go and hang out with the nerds. I could go and hang out with the gangsters. I could go out and hang out with like the jocks, the athletes, the popular kids, the less popular kids and like find something that we had in common in each of these social circles, you know? And because of that, I feel like that helps contribute to my perspective on life. And I feel like that I can, I can broaden that out. And because of that, I feel like that, that could be a useful tool, like something as, of like a, a diplomat philosopher, you know, that, that can um, communicate. And instead of focusing on our differences with each other, we could focus more on our similarities and bring each other closer together to one another, you know? So I feel like that was, that was a tool, a gift, a talent that I had. And I felt like if I could just cultivate and develop that, you know, um, maybe in theory, you know, we could make the world a better place. I mean, if, if that's, if that's our goal here, if that's what we're all trying to do. Right now, I do want to ask, I've been, I've been, since I talked to you the other day about getting you on the show, I've had a question in my mind and I wanted to message you the other night and ask you. And I was like, I have to save it for the show. Um, and it might catch you off guard and I hope it really doesn't, but it'd be kind of funny if it did. Out I get this, it. Dude, out of, get this, it. out of all the songs you've released, right? Which one is your favorite that you've released? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I knew it would catch you off guard. I knew it was going to do it. The fav- my favorite that I've released, that I've released, right? That you've released, yes. Okay. Um, just the first one that comes to mind and, uh, you know, it might change, but, uh, yeah, like in the moment, and this is usually the case. There's, there's a song on like the first demo, like mixtape I released when I was like 18, a couple of years ago. Uh, it's called a tale from the dark side of the moon. And it's, uh, it's, it's like I said, it's on a mixtape. It's a demo recording, but, um, I still rehearse that song to date because it, it really speaks on my character and how I feel like like how life is supposed to be taken um and it's it's told in the form of a story where uh i, I guess to to give you like some some back history or or to tell you like in, in details a little bit of the story uh it's told in in uh, first person where i'm i'm like a student like in I, I don't know, a class or a class setting or, or whatever, but basically I'm a student and the, the teacher is refusing my answers, uh, my questions, excuse me. The teacher is refusing to answer my questions. And because of that, I go and find my own answers to the questions that I seek. And that takes me on a whole nother journey where I end up like building a spaceship and I end up like shooting out into the sky and, and, um, like learning other cultures and, and, you know, venturing and exploring uh, the, the cosmos, right, out in the galaxy. And, and that's, that's like a, how do I say, an analogy for um, me developing my, my perspective on life. You know, we do that in, in every sense of the word, every day, you know, and if you're not growing, you're dying. You know, so I couldn't just die and limit myself to to my my previous form of where I was. You know, I had to go out and learn and, um, you know, whether it's like another person, another culture, you know, just something that I didn't know before. You know, they there is that saying, um, 
I, I forget. I'm going to, like, paraphrase it. Uh, in order to, like, adventure, you know, you have to lose sight of the uh, sight of the coast or something like that. Have you heard that? Something like that. Yeah. I, I know. Yeah. I know what you're saying. Yeah. That, that saying, though. But I, I likened it to, um, like, an intergalactic space travel kind of thing. And uh, it's long as hell. It's, like, four verses long. And uh, I was still learning how to, like, write hooks to make them catchy and everything. But it has its moments. I feel like it's still lyrically potent and, and still relevant. And, um, you know, maybe I'll release, like, an official version one day. But uh, I, just, I just really like the vibe of it and, uh, and what it's speaking on. And I feel like that's still very relevant uh, to, today. Right. Now, I yeah, will but, say. Uh, that's um, a good-ass question, though. Yeah, I knew, I knew it would catch you off guard. Um. I will say, because I had somebody message me when I posted it the other night. They're like, wait, you know him? I'm like, yeah. They're like, all right, you got to give a little backstory behind it, too, for myself. <laughs> so, congratulations. You convinced me to give a backstory. I'm not mentioning names. I don't I don't name drop. Um, but the way, I ended up, the, end, the way I ended up finding you, um, it was, I think it was like two or three months after Face Your Fears came out. That's the first song of yours I heard. Um, oh, word. Actually, Tech Nine had just dropped a song, and I was listening to it. And I was just going through looking for more music for Tech Nine, and I just I saw the music video for Face Your Fear on the suggested list, and I'm like, you know what? Haven't heard of this guy. I've seen because I've seen a couple of your videos like through suggestions on YouTube, and I just never really paid attention to it. And when I saw the video for Face Your Fear, like I was like, I gotta give this guy a listen. And it's like I fell in love with it. And then there was a couple other songs too. I don't get mad at me. I think the name of it was uh, what was it, Comatose or something like that. Was yeah. The, yeah, that was one of the other ones I really like. Really started liking really? right off the bat. I had the thing on repeat for like three days straight, and then it's just like out of nowhere, I found you. I want to say I found you on Twitter first. Okay, that's that's what I was thinking. That's interesting because I had never heard the story. I had no idea. I, I yeah, should, like, should that's know. pretty much how it started. Like I found you on Twitter, and we just pretty much instantly connected. And then of course right. the Facebook thing. We talked quite a bit on Facebook until you know the account went down, and then right. we started talking again after the group chat set up on Twitter. But that's pretty much right. you know that's the backstory of how we pretty much met and how I stumbled across your music and stuff. Um, and of course we had the conversation about doing that song together, and it took me nine months eight or nine months to finally get the audio to a point where it was somewhat decent and then it bailed out so we just kind of put like a rough version of choppy audio out there which kind of sucked but at the same time <laughs> i didn't want to waste any more of your time trying to get the song done but we're definitely going to do another one in the future for sure yeah. if down for it i mean i gotta i gotta redeem it you know i gotta do something new with you when i come back into doing music again which is going to be here in the next couple of months um I found some of my old lyrics and stuff again, finally. So I have to, I'll just take some pictures and, you know, type some of it out. That's going to be hard to read to you. So you can kind of check it out. Some of my older stuff. This is stuff that I was doing back in like sixth and seventh grade when I just started music. So it's really bad, but just to have, just to have the notebook that I started writing all my music in to me is a huge thing, you know, like a lot that of nostalgia. people, yeah. exactly. Like a lot of people, when they do music, you don't think of them like for Eminem, for example, right? He's really good with music. He's one of the best out there. But when it comes yeah. to people like Eminem, it's like, you know, it's kind of, it always brings the question up. Do you remember how you started? You know, and a lot of these guys that do it, like, I'm sure Kendrick, like Kendrick, J. Cole, Tech Nine, even Mayday, like these guys know why they started. They have the reasons behind it. 
And I'm sure a lot of these guys still have lyrics that they wrote before they even before they made it big stuff they've never recorded. Right. But at the same time, like artists like Eminem, you know, people like him and his caliber, there's a chance that it's like the reality kind of got skewed a little bit for him once they got big. And I'm not mm. I'm not trashing them. Believe me, I'm not trashing them. It's just in my mind, the reality for him got a little skewed and it's like, okay, this is what I need to do now. So all the stuff that wasn't released can just get thrown off to the side somewhere and they just they lose something there that could have been really good. Hmm. I see what you're saying. That's interesting. That's interesting. I would like to ask, you know, one of them uh, just to confirm that or, or to know, like, their perspective on that, uh, you know, because it's always different when you ask, you know, the actual, you know, person, maybe exactly. they have more, more insight on it. But, yeah, that's that's an interesting point that you bring up. I do know what I'm going to do is I am going to after we get this podcast uploaded, you know how I am about the people I know, I don't, like I said, I don't name drop, but you're, you're aware of some of the famous people that I'm, yeah, I'm close with. Um, one of them does happen to do music. He's kind of close with tech nine in a way. Um, why should I say in a way you, you probably already know who I'm talking about. If not, I'll tell you after the, I'll tell you after the stream, you're probably going to jaw drop. Um, but what I want to do is I want to send the podcast to him after he upload it and kind of see if he could talk to tech and show him the little audio clip from that and see how he feels as long as him himself to kind of get some insight on it. Yeah. It would be interesting. Yeah. No, for because sure. I just, I mean, everybody's different with their music. You know, you have a different style than I do. Tech has a different style than like, let's say, I don't know, Takashi six, nine, you know, just everybody has their own styles that they follow. And for me, when I started, I started under the phase, under the phase of, okay, I'm coming in. It's just going to be some basic bars. It's just not going to be the best thing I can do. And then when I hit high school, I started coining the gen, the the term next gen. And of course, unfortunately, the mumble rappers came in and took the whole next gen name. And I was like, well, crap, can't use that no more. But it's like everybody just they see something they want to do. like, And that's what the coolest thing is to music about me. You find an artist that does something, they have their own style. And immediately they have so many fans that want to copy their style. And it's just, it's crazy because a lot of it works. Like Tech 9 look what he's been doing for years with this, you know, with the fast rapping and stuff. He's got a whole bunch of people behind him with it now. And then yeah. you get guys like, you know, you get these mumble rappers out there and it's like everybody wants to follow that style. And of course it's gotten so big. That's the, you know, that's the only thing people really see in music right now for rap is just this whole mumble rap genre. Right. And that's, that's what I mean when I, when I talk about people creating something that's going to make a legacy you know like that last like not just a lifetime but beyond that and and you know uh be a generational thing you know not just like trends and uh and wave riders you know like tech nine his music will be here like forever he's influenced like a whole generation and and beyond you know and not just like with the fast rap but like the actual um substance and creativity of his lyricism you know, like he, he's he's going to be around forever, like long, long, you know, after he's gone, you know, his, his music will be here forever. Exactly. And that's another thing I really enjoy about Tech 9 music, too. I know we've kind of switched the topic over to Tech 9. Um, but something I really love about his music is he went from uh, he went from being that dark rapper that everybody was just like kind of scratching their heads over. And then all of a sudden just came out with a whole bunch of music that was just so different than what he was known for. 
And then now you have you have that song. I think it's called "What If It Was Me" or something like that with him and uh, Chris Calico when they're like the video. They're dressed up like cops, but it's like having somebody yeah. like Tech Nine that focuses on the stuff that's going on today. Like even Big Scoob, him and recognized a song called "Walk the Line," where it's pretty much talking about like all the you know all the stuff that's going on with you know the minorities and stuff like that. That song when it came out hit so hard. And it's just like you have rappers that are at this caliber where they're used to doing one thing. And instead of keep doing that thing, they see an issue and they're like, okay, let me change the style for a song or two. Let me focus on this issue and put it into music because that's going to open the eyes of a lot more people. Right. Right. And that's, that's when you're, you're talking about like cultural relevance, you know, like applying, you're, you're entering the discussion, you know, like say this discussion, you know, um, whether it's it's uh, racial issues, you know, in the country or in the world or anything like that, you're entering that discussion, you know, and you're you're interjecting what you have to say about that, your piece, you know, and um, you know, while the song may be here or gone or whatever, you've contributed something to the discussion, you know, and people will remember that and will say, you know, like. Hey, what would this person do? What would this person say? And they're going to refer back to that. And uh, when you do that, like so many times, you start to create like an atmosphere and a, a global perspective and awareness, you know, something that's, that's going to be passed on and remembered, you know? So yeah, like I'm all about that. All about that. Instead of just sticking or committing to, you know, just saying the same thing over and over, you know, you're not like really contributing to somebody else's, enlightenment or discussion or awareness you know uh unless you know they enter your discussion but you now you have a like a dialogue and that something like that is is something that creates a relationship you know and relationships are powerful exactly um one more question i do have and it's kind of off topic of the podcast in a way have you ever heard of mayday yeah the group that's i've heard of them music. i'm I don't know if I've listened, but I've I've heard for sure. They have a song that, and if anybody watching this podcast has not heard of Mayday, I highly recommend this song to kind of show you their style. Um, the first song I ever heard by them was Last One Standing. They actually had Kimbo Slice in their video. But one of my all-time favorite songs by Mayday is Shortcuts and, De- uh, Shortcuts and Dead Ends. Um, anybody that sees this podcast or listens to it that has not ever heard of Mayday or heard that song, I highly recommend it. It's... It's more of like a real life type of storytelling song, but that's ultimately what sold me over on Mayday because of just seeing how they went from different, different topics with their music to something as serious as depression and stuff. It was just a huge thing for me at the time, but um, yeah, that's that's what I said. It was kind of off topic. I wanted to kind of push that song a little bit, you know, just a little bit of a shameless plug for Mayday. That's an interesting title. Yeah, I mean it's a really good song too. It's it's pretty much it's pretty much about depression and stuff like that. It's a really good song. I find myself listening to it at least once or twice a week. It's just the story behind it, like just the story and the lyrics itself is just it's so crazy, you know. Hey, have you heard of uh Fragile with Kendrick and Techno? Yes, yes. Was Mayday on there? Yes, uh, Recognize okay. was on there. I'm not sure if Burns was. He might have been, but I know for sure Rec was on there. He was also on So Dope with, uh, with Snow, 
Tech, and I want to say Twisted Insane was on Soto too. Was that a music video? Was it like a black and white music video? Yeah. Okay. I, yeah, it's been a while, but I, yeah, I've seen that one too. I've seen both of those. Or uh, yeah, I've heard the first one, Fragile. I don't know if there's a music video for it. Oh, I do but, uh, the, the music video for Fragile. It's kind of like it to me. It didn't fit the song, but it did kind of make sense. If you, okay. if you watch the video, I feel like the video kind of explains more in depth how the lyrics are supposed to portray themselves, mm. even though it's like not obvious in the lyrics, which is a really crazy idea that Tech kind of did with that. Yeah, just, I'm gonna have to. <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, the video was the video is kind of it's not. You know how I am with videos. I love music videos. Sometimes it's more about the lyrics than anything, so I just listen to the lyrics yeah. or watch lyric videos instead. But the video for Fragile, to me, it just, it kind of stood out. And it's not like, it's it's not a, it didn't stand out in a good way, but it didn't stand out in a bad way either. It was just kind of there, and it's like, this is kind of interesting. It's nothing, it, to me, it had nothing to do with the lyrics until I watched the video. Like, I, after watching it, like, five or six times, I started connecting all the pieces together. I'm like, oh, that's why the video is this way. Like, it's just, it was so crazy. Hmm. Yeah, that's going to give me a new perspective on it because I've been listening for, to it for years and I've never seen the video. <laughs> so, oh, dude, you're going to love the video. Yeah, it's going to fuck my head up. <laughs> dude, it's going to be – I'm telling you, you're going to love yeah. the video for sure. No, that's a bet. I, I'm excited now. I got something to look forward to for sure. I do want to bring up um, – today is Thursday. You do have a video dropping tomorrow. I want to give you a couple minutes to talk about the song itself and the video for it to kind of close the show out. Yeah, well, it's kind of interesting. We were talking about Fragile, like, right before we were talking about this, uh, because they're, they're really similar in topics and, uh, and subject matter. So uh, Fork in the Row, is, it kind of uh, experiments with the, uh, or, or plays around with the idea of, like, me stopping to pursue my career as an artist, you know? And, um, you know, because sometimes things don't turn out like we had anticipated or rarely if ever they do they actually turn out like we want them to you know so I kind of like played around with the idea of like hey you know what if I quit you know like and and fork in the road it kind of deals with um you know fork in the roads or, or like decisions in all aspects of life you know so in there I kind of talk about logic versus emotion you know do you follow your heart or do you follow your mind and sometimes those can be two conflicting ideas you know, and do you do you follow the crowd or do you follow yourself? You know, what do you what do you listen to? How do you know what's true and what's fake? You know, your discernment, basically. You know, so that's what I, I talk about in the in the song itself and in the music video. You'll see that as as we portray that and everything like that. So yeah, we're very excited for this one. We have this is going to be like actually our first music video release. Uh, this year last year we were like going ham you know we were going like maybe like one every month at least but like sometimes two you know uh, every two weeks you know so uh, we took a lot of this time this year to focus on like the business infrastructure and everything like that and uh, but I, I feel like everybody's kind of geared up and pre prepared for this release and um, yeah I'm, I'm really excited I'm looking forward to the drop tomorrow yeah You'll definitely have to post the link. Um, what I'm going to do is, you know how I am with your music and everything. I always share anything I find that I think's. I mean, it's not like it's not worth sharing. So I don't want you to 
I don't want you to think that I'm just like one of the kind of like, you know, bleacher fans. But there's a lot of stuff that I won't share because it's already doing good. My thing is when I share other people's music, it's something that I see they just put out or it's something that has been out for a couple of months that could have a lot more views. So I kind of just go through and push it. But definitely with this one for sure, as soon as it drops, I want the link for it so I can push it everywhere. I'm going to put it on Twitter, Facebook, um, Instagram probably. I'll probably even put it on my Snapchat story to be honest with you just to push it a lot more. I got you, bro. I got you. I, I think you're really going to like this one. I think it's going to resonate with you and like a lot of other people as well. You know, it just deals with that like internal conflict, you know, and and how do you resolve that? So. Right. Um, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to let you close the show out and then I'll do my little final statement for everything. And then um, I'll probably send you a text message, either that or message you on Facebook after the stream with the link once I upload it like I do to everybody that's on the show kind of gives you a chance to push it. Also. Um, I know you got your fan group. I'll let you post the link in there. That way people can bring, it can bring more views. If you post it per se, instead of me posting it, we could get one or two compared to you posting it. The entire group might be able to be like, Oh, okay. And just jump in. Um, yeah. If, if you're able to download it or like shoot me like the audio, I'll put it on like SoundCloud and all that too, you know? So like, I got you. I got you. Um, yeah. Yeah. I will say again, like I did the other night, and I've done it on my podcast before. These podcasts to me, guys, are not about money. Even after I did the one the other night with Bobo O'Bannon, I had three people message me saying I'm only doing it. I'm bringing people in to raise money for myself. Um, I did put screenshots of the analogy, like all the all the stuff from the app, pretty much on Facebook the other night. There's a little exclamation point where it says money. That's for an advertisement. I'm not doing it. It, it to me. I don't want to bring people on to get money for myself. I'd rather have the enjoyment of having a guest on, get their fan base to know them on a more personal level. That right there is a lot of payment to me because I'm helping push somebody that a lot of the fans don't have interaction with in a way to bring it down to a more personal level for the fans. So I definitely want to keep touching on base. I'll probably do that on every single podcast too because I don't want people to think this is a money grab. Honestly, it's not. And if it was, believe me, every guest that was on the show would be getting the money instead of me. I just no, I thought, like, I, thought I had to put that out. Oh, sorry, I thought I had to put it out there. <laughs> You're good. You're good. Yeah, no, that's what's up. That's what's up. I appreciate you, uh, bro, for having me on tonight and everything like that. It's been a very delightful discussion. Thoroughly enjoyed it, and I feel like a lot of people are going to uh, get a, a lot of value from from not just this session, but also you know what you're doing in general, bro. So I like, keep keep pushing, bro. I respect it. Respect you too. Um, I am going to send you something before I send you the link. I'm probably going to send you a text message. I've been working behind the scenes on a podcast. I haven't been able to make it happen yet, obviously. Um, the guy that was on my first show, y'all might remember him if you know you've all watched my show from the beginning. Magician was my first guest. He's going to start co-hosting after tonight's episode. We're moving to season two. Um, I do want to bring you in as a special co-host for one episode. If I can land it, I'll explain the details to it or to you off the air, because I don't want a lot of people being like, Oh, this is going to happen. I'd rather <laughs> kind of let it. It's, I honestly want this one to play its course. And if we get it, we get it. If not, I might be a little upset, but it's a thought that counts. I'm still trying to get him on. Um, You'll be shocked now, when I tell you who it is, too, by the way. You're you're going to be really shocked when I tell you. You know I'm with it. I'm with it. 
Like, all right, so I'm going to go ahead. Like I said, I'm going to let you go ahead and drop a you know special message for anybody watching if you want, and then we're going to go ahead and wrap this up, buddy. Yeah, thanks. Thanks again for having me on the show. Um, this is OMA, One Who May Ascend. Do what you do, but whatever you do, do you. After all, it's what you do best. We're going all the way up. I see the sky. Peace. All right, guys, this has been Wicked One with One of May Ascend. This is a very first podcast for me with a musical artist. Um, thank you guys for watching. Um, as always, if you want to be on the show, drop a comment, send me a message on Facebook, let me know. I'll definitely get you all on. Y'all have a good one.